the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live again. And from some undisclosed concrete bunker, probably thousands of feet underground, we have Al in Westerville. Hey, Al, welcome. Well, actually, I climbed up out of the bunk bunker. You're up. I, you're I, up I, out of the bunker. I'm out of the bunker. We got uh, beautiful blue skies with clouds floating around and uh, a lot of airplanes planes around today. <laughs> How are you, Al? Doing well, Bob. You know, I listen to everything that you're that you're saying about uh, Jimmy Carter. The last, the last. I actually met Jimmy Carter once. I actually voted for Jimmy Carter, and that was the last Democrat I ever voted for. And and looking at everything that's going on with OSHA requiring employees, um, companies with employees more than 100, 100 employees to get vaccinated, to San Francisco, to this is one which I'm which I'm still trying to con- confirm, but everybody who's over 65 might want to take a look to see what's going on in the Social Security Administration. I don't. I haven't been able to confirm anything, but you know the the world is go- the world's going upside down, and the city of San Francisco is going to make little kids show their papers. I'm just waiting. I am waiting when we start having to go and cut out gold stars and sew them onto our clothing because that's what's happening with this. And I will call it point blank what we have: a communist takeover. Well, it from is. Our it is, and and I'm and I'm sure that people think I'm I'm out in left field somewhere. But when I say I have flashbacks going to Moldova, I was never in a communist country when it was communist, but I was, I was in a, a communist yeah. country shortly after communism fell, and the remnants were all there. It was, you know, it was still like living under communism, and Al. We are headed in that direction. It is it is straight in that direction. We uh, I had family that was stuck behind the Iron Curtain after the end of World War II. I had um, when I was in Germany in the eighties. I had went through all kinds of hoops to go and visit my uh, great great aunt who lived in a town north of Berlin, and. They, the goons followed me me around. They because I was an American and mm-hmm. the long story. I'll have to share a diet coke with you and tell you about that someday. <laughs> but it's but but what's 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 really sad, Bob, is 
there is so much. If you if you mention on social media COVID nineteen, we can say this over the over the air. They're probably going to go and do something on yours on your stream if you're using YouTube or Google or something like that. But if, but I but I see this not only from ultra conservatives that are getting the uh, flashback, but my ultra liberal friends who can't figure out why they're getting flashback or put in Facebook jail yeah, or YouTube jail. And uh, we have a couple of mutual friends, friends that use the YouTube channel and they've had to go and uh, a, a, a number of uh, Christian organizations have had to go and change their content as to what they broadcast using YouTube or Facebook or anything like that. And they're having to go to other alternatives. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's sad. It it is sad, and it's amazing how quickly we're moving in that direction. But but Virginia gives me some hope. You know, it does. I love the new lieutenant governor-elect of Virginia. Yeah. She's incredible. She really is. All right, Al, good to talk to you. Thanks so much. Same here, Bob. All right, bye-bye. And please forgive me for boring you with personal stories, but I, I think it's profitable. The first time I was in Moldova was just a few years after the Soviet Union had collapsed. Moldova, tiny little country in Eastern Europe, had been one of the Soviet satellite countries, completely communist, under the iron rule of the Iron Curtain and the communist Russian government. Well, when I was there, the, the, my first trip, people had no idea how to handle freedom. They'd never been free. They had no idea how to handle it. But the economy was just beginning to have an identity of its own apart from the Soviet Union and so forth. So what I saw, if you went into a store, shelves were empty. I mean, empty. We went, never forget, we went into a hardware store to get a flashlight. The shelves in the hardware store were basically empty. And we went to a bin and there were a whole bunch of flashlights and my host you know, I he said, oh, we're gonna I we're gonna get a flashlight. So I picked up a flashlight next to it with some batteries. He said, No, 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 no. You 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 have to try it first. I said, What do you mean you have to try it? Just get a flashlight and some batteries and let's check out. No, 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 no. So we had to get batteries and we had to go through several flashlights before we found one and two batteries that would actually work. That was communism. That's the way it was. And the people were told that the empty shelves were good for the common good. We, uh, we suffer for each other. We suffer for the community. This is, we're doing this for the, the good of the common government and, and so forth. And so we're going to... And then there were bread lines. You'd be driving down the street. Here's this long line of people. Hey, what are those? Well, they're waiting in. Uh, they're waiting in line for bread. Really? 
Yeah. Uh, electricity would work. It, it was rolling electricity. Uh, you would have uh, an hour of electricity each day, but you had no idea when. It might be 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock in the morning. It might be 3 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You just never knew when you were going to get your electricity. And when you did, you had everything ready to that you needed electricity for. And, and I could, pardon me, I could go on and on and on. I am seeing those same things happen here. Mainstream media are getting on the air saying, well, you know, we're going to have empty shelves for quite some time. But, you know, we just got to get used to it. Our expectations have just been too high and we need to sacrifice for each. I am hearing the same lines that the people in communist countries were told that we are now hearing from our government and from our media. And by the way, with socialism, Marxism, communism, the mainstream media is always complicit with the government. Always. They become the mouthpiece of the government. They become the apologists for the government. And I, I don't deal with sensationalism. I think most of you know me better than that. But I honestly, I honestly mean this when I say I did not believe I would live long enough to see the things happening in America that we are seeing today. Now, I spent a whole lot of time yesterday saying the spiritual is much more important than the political, and I believe that. What's happening in the pulpits and the pews in America are much, much more important than what's happening in the Washington, D.C., and I spent probably most of the program yesterday dealing with that, and I believe that. At the same time, however, we are impacted by the political world around us, and we should not sit idly by. And that's what the people of Virginia did on Tuesday. Even Democrats said, we're not going to put up with this. We, hey, we're not going, we're not heading in that direction. If the bus is going on that direction, we're getting off the bus. Frank in Columbus. Be patient. I'll come to you as soon as we return. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Welcome back, and as promised, we're going to go right to the phones, and we're going to talk to Frank in Columbus. Frank, welcome. You're on Bob Bernie Live. Good afternoon, Bob, and welcome to Tyranny. Where have you been? Uh, Just listening, Bob. Just listening. All right. Well. Just listening. 
All right. Welcome to Tyranny. You know, this is this is the first step. You know, you finally said that we something today that we need to stop and you know, I mean I've been I've been watching this come for thirty years. It started with what did it start with? It started with politically correctness. And now here we are. Here we are because we allowed it to happen. You talk about the answer being in the pews and the pulpits. Well, sure it does, but when the churches and I'm I'm losing you, Frank. I'm only I'm only getting about every second or third word. I spotted. I hit a dead spot. <laughs> I assumed anyway. you did, you hadn't paid your bill. No, I hit a dead spot. I always <laughs> pay my bill. Okay. It was a dead spot, not a dead beat, Bob. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> so, anyways, here we are because we don't do anything. And you know, yesterday, you know, and, and I see it around everywhere. I'm like, oh, well, we did so good in the election. Well, let me ask you something, Bob. Where are the Republicans now trying to stop this? Absolutely nowhere. You know what? I, I've been saying this for years, that the two parties, one wants to take us there quick, the other one will do it slowly. Or you can say one's going on a Concord, the other one's on a 747. So I'm going to end with this, and people, well, you better wake up out there. And I know, Bob, maybe you don't like my conspiracy stuff sometimes, but I'm going to end with this. Oh, oh first off, the other caller talked about the Jews. Yeah, I, all my life I wonder how they got the Germans, to, how Hitler and his henchmen got the Jews to do that. Well, we can see that Dr. Mengele Fauci, that's what I call him now, Mengele Fauci, and his henchmen, along with government people, this is how it happened. You install fear. And then you blame one side and slowly walk it. So how long until the non-vaxxers like myself are put in the camps and then the final solution? I don't know. Anyways, I'm going to end with this, Bob. If you will not fight for your right when you can easily win without bloodshed, if you will not fight when your victory is sure and not too costly, you may come to the moment when you, when you with, will have to fight with all the odds against you and only a precarious chance of survival there may be an even worse case. You may have to fight when there's no hope of victory because it's better to perish than live as slaves. Welcome to tyranny, Bob. Have a great day. All right, Frank. Thanks. Appreciate the call. Um, I, I understand the passion. I really do. But, you know, again, and I said it all day yesterday. I took most of the program yesterday to emphasize the spiritual aspect because we're in spiritual warfare as well as political warfare. And the spiritual warfare is more important. I know many don't understand that, don't believe it, but it's but it's true. But there is the political that is important. And something that I hope we will take away from the Tuesday election. I had never heard of Glenn Youngkin before this election in Virginia. He had no name recognition. He's a private businessman. He was not a politician. But he ran a campaign on issues. He didn't, in a, in a dirty way, attack his opponent. Now, there were a lot of true things that he could say about Terry McAuliffe that were absolutely true. But he didn't get into a mudslinging, name-calling, exhibition of 
appropriate language. He didn't do any of that. He stuck with the issues. He exposed his opponent. He exposed the the ideology of the other side. Uh, He exposed the evil of critical race theory. He exposed the danger of parents not being involved in the educational system. He exposed the dangers of trying to divide us racially. And and again, he, he may turn out to be a terrible governor of Virginia because I don't know very little about him. But I think the, the great takeaway from his victory in Virginia and his lieutenant governor is that you can... It is possible to win a race on the issues. You don't have to sling mud. You don't have to be mean. And he did it. And he did it against all odds. My prayer is, that Republicans across America will get a copy of Glenn Youngkin's playbook. He did it right. He did it right. No one who voted for him had to hold their nose and vote for him. And he won. And he won handily. And not only did he win by getting almost all of the Republicans, a whole host of Democrats voted for him as well because they believed he represented them better. Again, I hope Republicans across America will get a copy of his playbook. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 